When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Right now we're back with another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here at Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos. Everyone at the amazing Hoopheads Podcast Network or our friends at Lakerholics.com. It is sincerely appreciated. Well, I recently had a chance to record some interviews, so that means extra shows this week for you. And first up, it's my good friend, Mr. TJ Johnson. He's here to talk about the recent ESPN scandal with Maria Taylor and Rachel Nichols. I hope you enjoy this interview, and if you want to share your thoughts, send me a tweet at Lakers Fast Break, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com, or be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Mr. Holiday from the podcast, My Worst Holiday, and you're listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. I wanted to go ahead and hit you up on the tough part of the show and that is the espn issues lately and uh, i wanted to hear your thoughts on this my friend i was thinking about this for a while and rachel nichols everyone's buddy with espn nba and someone who i'm going to tell you right off the bat has been for the most part the most recognizable face of espn's nba coverage for me and for a lot of other people just because she's been there so much and she seems to have a rapport with the all the NBA players and she hosts the jump every single day so she's become that number one individual she was recorded in some comments at the bubble last year that just came to light by the New York Times in an expose about her disdain for Maria Taylor getting the top spot at the finals last year and I understand what they're doing with Maria Taylor at ESPN not just it's not just diversity because Maria Taylor is black and Rachel Nichols is white. I understand what they're doing in Maria Taylor. They want her to be well if she signs a new contract because her contract's coming up here in a couple of weeks. They wanted they wanted I'm going to put to say they wanted Maria Taylor to be the Mike Tirico, the Bob Costas, the Dick right. Enberg of their coverage. 
the familiar face that you see across the board for virtually all of their events. And when it comes to the right. NBA, I know that with Rachel, she's been there so long, she has a sense of ownership about what she wanted to do with it. I mean, you know, if you let's say you have a job as a manager and, you know, you're managing this week in, week out, week in, week out, and you've done a great job and somebody comes in and is put ahead of you, there's a little bit of apprehension there. There's a little bit of hostility there. There's a little bit of anger and angst when somebody is put in above you for a top spot or what's perceived to be a top spot. So from that perspective, you can. But the word she chose to use it in regards to ESPN's diversity, which you and I both know in past years, past decades, has always been a problem, both from a gender and a race a race side. And then you have the issues that she pointed out. She went into more detail in regards to it that became a little bit racially biased, I should say. And it came off very unfortunate. I understand why she thought she deserves a gig. I think, honestly, she is a great face in the NBA. And, and she is someone that should have been considered for it a lot more stronger. But Maria Taylor is someone who does a great job with all the other sports, and they want her to be the face you know and recognize with all this. So I want to hear your thoughts after what I went what explained. Exactly. You know, I understand there's some hurt feelings there, and there's some dissension, and there's some stickiness. Because you were talking about a lot of money involved as far as high profile, things of that nature. So, you know, it's easy for me to say this, but there is a lot of things involved when when it concerns you getting or not getting those top ESPN slots. But I want to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, I, I understand, again, there's some underlying themes, and, you know, obviously – Rachel's had to come out and publicly apologize. Maria Taylor came back with a statement, not directly towards, but kind of directly towards. In a way, it was a subtle tweet out there mentioning what was going on. But I want to hear your thoughts on this whole Maria Taylor, Rachel Nichols situation. Hey, it's opened up a spot for Malika Andrews, who's done a hell of a job. She was in the bubble. So, you know what? Malika's probably <laughs> saying, hey, you yeah. two girls have your spat. I'm coming on in. So yeah, I wanna... <laughs> yeah she, she's done a great job. I've got nothing but great respect for her. I think she's done an awesome job. And you know what? Sitting all those months in the bubble, she deserves everything that she gets going forward. But I want to hear your thoughts on Rachel Nichols and Maria Taylor and this whole big blow up mm. in ESPN. Those kind of things are they're tough, right? Because I'm not a I'm not a woman, right? And I don't have the the worry of trying to make it a predominantly male driven world because I, I don't I don't have to deal with that. What I will say is that I can understand some of the underlying frustration that Rachel Nichols might have about that. Because she has been the face of the NBA, uh, as far as coverage concerned, she's almost Hannah Storm levels of, of popular in regards to NBA coverage. Yeah. What I will say, though, is that ESPN is doing right by looking at Maria because Maria is much more recognized upon ESPN, period. Not just for NBA, but much more. Her, her, her repertoire is a little bit more diverse than Rachel Nichols. And let me ask you this. You see Mike mm-hmm. Tirico on anything related to NBC, as he was doing a lot for ESPN. You saw him right. a lot on across the board on ESPN. And he's taken right. that Bob Costas, Dick Edberg, Spock with NBC. Exactly. And you see him there. 
but you don't see him first and prominent out there on everything. Like, for instance, the Indy 500, he was more of a supportive role. And the mm -hmm. thing is, with this, could they have done something similar where you see Rachel in one primary spot because she's, she's the what you know as far as you see every day on the jump and things of that nature? And then you have Maria Taylor coming in the sporting role. Or do you think the egos there just they would have never aligned? I think the egos would have aligned, but more importantly, if you will, anytime you make a decision on such a public stage, you're going yeah. to be met with immense scrutiny. Immense scrutiny. Rather you go left or rather you go right. There really is in these kind of situations and no win scenarios. Yeah. I think that you could have gone the Rachel Nichols way, but then you look at somebody like Maria and be like, you know, as vastly talented as she is and as diverse in her broadcasting skills as she is, she would have been overlooked. And then you'd have had people calling file about that. So I, I really don't envy these companies in these type of positions because truth be told, that's just the world that we live in today. And yeah. your every move is, is micro analyzed and put under a microscope and can be taken by any different talking head in a different direction, truth yeah. be told. So it, it's really not an easy decision. What I will say is that I understand hurt feelings. And I, I don't think there's anybody that has watched this situation that doesn't understand hurt feelings and doesn't understand how egos can become involved and doesn't understand yeah. how politics behind the scenes can be involved. None of us are ignorant to those type of things happening. What makes it difficult is when it's done in such a public forum like this, it makes it nasty and it makes it kind of sticky. But it doesn't change the fact that we've all seen, been a part well, this of. This wasn't even meant in. to be public. You got to remember, this was recorded behind her back in a hotel. Of course, hotel it room. wasn't. Of course, of course, it, it's never designed to be public. Nobody ever wants yeah. this thing to become public. But as a change the fact that once it becomes public, it gets nasty. Which you know, there are yeah. a lot of conversations that happen in every company that's behind the scenes, and if those conversations were ever exposed, it just doesn't look good. So yeah. we've all seen that before. And we all understand what hurt feelings and egos look like. I just, I, I feel for Rachel Nichols because I, I don't believe that she meant to come across the way that she did. No, but, uh, and her words were poorly chosen. Yeah, they were, were her words were very, extremely very poorly, poorly chosen. chosen. Very, yes. But uh, considering her work, I just, I don't think that that is truly her spirit. But it doesn't change the fact that what you said is what you said. And, and once it's said, you know, words have power and you yeah. can't take those kind of things back and once you say them out of the mouth the heart speaks it makes you wonder what she's been really feeling and she it makes you wonder how much pressure she's been under even if she's doing the pressure to herself at espn well you got to remember i mean when it comes to what she does and then to what espn does and this is the mm -hmm. biggest thing you know, not only the fact that ESPN has been the way it has in regards to diversity, in regards to gender issues there, that's well documented. And that's something that they sure. are continually trying to deal with at ESPN. But the thing is, you have Twitter and you have everyone out there in NBA culture wishing Ernie Johnson, Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith were there instead of anyone at ESPN. Let's put it out there. TNT, yeah. everybody wishes that the TNT crew was there because that show that they do inside the NBA is so much better, leaps and bounds, than what ESPN has been able to do, even with the jump, even with anything that they've done as far as pre- or post-game shows. They've been able to get a crew that works so well with each other for so many years now and have a production staff behind it that's second to none in, in creating an entertainment atmosphere 
that it's very hard for ESPN to match it and come close to it. And they've been chasing TNT now for years. And I think the pressure for that helps. It helped perpetuate the situation because the public out there wants to see someone else front the NBA finals, wants to see a different entity in its entirety front the NBA finals. It makes it difficult, especially as you mentioned, the inside NBA crew has done so well for so long. It makes it difficult and it makes it hard to compete against them. But it it doesn't change the fact that these situations become much more exasperated because of that. It doesn't change the fact that these situations become much more exasperated because of the fact that it's been made public. And now, you know, we have a potential situation where, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Rachel Nichols. Obviously, she's come forth and made her apology. And I'm sure her bosses told her she had no choice. And I'm sure she would have done so whether her bosses told her to or not. But because it was done, and in such a public way, it, it comes off as a bit disingenuous, and, and, and it comes off, whether it is or not, it comes off that way just because of the fact that, you know, you got caught, so now you got to fess up to it. You know, it's like nobody thinks they're doing anything wrong until somebody else catches them, and it's like, oh, all of a sudden, that's where the shame comes from, right? So now you feel bad, and now you want to apologize, and, and rightfully so, you should, but the damage is done. The damage to the image is done. And it's going to be very, very difficult to repair that, especially considering the fact that you made comments towards an African-American woman and your field, your audience, you work with a predominantly African-American community in regards to the NBA. So it's going to be looked at and it's going to be scrutinized a little differently because of that. Again, do I think that Rachel Nichols is a, is a terrible person? No, no. I think she had a poor choice of words. I think she allowed her emotions to get herself her get her caught up and, those kind of things happen. And the unfortunate is that it was recorded and it was made public, which we've all said and done stupid things in the heat of the moment that none of us are proud of, that we would never want to have publicly aired or recorded or any of the above because, you know, it's not a moment that we're proud of. I don't think that that makes her a bad person. I think she just made a very bad decision at a, at a very, very inopportune time for her to do so. And then again, being in her position, working with the community that she works with, it's not going to make that situation easier for her. So yeah. uh, I'm hoping that she makes out of this with a job intact, to be frank. While those kind of things happen, it's just it's extremely unfortunate that it happened yeah. and it happened to her. So, yeah, it's, it's a tough situation. I just wish people would think before they speak. And I also, I, I wish those kind of things were kept more private than what they are at times because – when they get out like this, it, it, it's just not, it's not, a, it's not a good look for anybody, really. It's not a good look no. for Rachel Nichols. It's not a good look for ESPN. It's not a good look for Disney, who's the parent company. None of that stuff to be so focused on the consumer and the consumer relations and the consumer experience. This is not a good look for any party involved whatsoever. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Hey, hoopheads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off 
the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E dot com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. Well, this should have been solidified a long time ago. I mean, there was tensions now being reported. Obviously, what we see now that you connect the dots on tape segments done with Rachel yep. Nichols because Maria would yep. not converse with her live on last year's yep. NBA Finals coverage. And this year, you have Rachel Nichols not being part of the live NBA coverage, either as a sideline reporter or anything in regards to that because of her words. And she does she does a great job, but like you said, her words were extremely poorly chosen. And, you know, anything that comes down the pike from ESPN is certainly warranted in this case in regards to discipline. For Malika Andrews, who, again, a lot of people are really behind in this situation because she worked so hard in the bubble and she had to put up with so much. She was the one of the first ones there. I remember her distinctly saying that, mm-hmm. and she was there throughout, and she was also one of the last to leave. I give her credit. She's done a great job over the past year in the NBA. So this opens up a spot for her with this, all this infighting from Maria Taylor. This could be the sign that she's out the door at the ESPN, although there's been some, I guess, negotiations in regards to that they want to keep her, but maybe at, not at the right price dollar amount, you know, because it's always about, right. at the end of the day, it's always about money. I don't know where she would yep. be able to go to get that kind of money and viewage that ESPN gives. Fox Sports is not still, even to this day, even after their push with Fox Sports 1 and all that, still not quite there yet. Maybe to NBC right. like Mike Tirico, but then Mike Tirico does such a great job with all the sports that he does. Would you really want to go ahead and send him on his way? I mean, he's going to be doing the Olympics here in a couple of weeks. So again, it's a sticky situation right now for all parties concerned. And none of it was made any better by the comments by Rachel Nichols, who, again, this is a situation where I think there's a lot of pressure on the entire ESPN NBA coverage, because when you have an entity that's not on your network that is so well loved and appreciated. There's no amount of Jalen Rose that you can put on ESPN that's going to offset it because it just, it doesn't (laughs) as much as everybody likes Jalen Rose out there. And, you know, they, they sometimes question Richard Jefferson. Some people like Richard, some people don't. I like Richard Jefferson personally because I know he worked so hard after he retired he was on almost everything as far as basketball-wise. He worked on so many different basketball things from local stuff to national stuff to just get that slot. I know he had to work really hard to get to where he's at, so I give him a lot of props. Jay Williams, yeah. I'm going to leave that out up to Twitter on that story. one. <laughs> yes, that's another story, right. but they just don't click. They just don't click the way that they, they do on Inside the they NBA. Don't. And when you have something that wins all the Emmys and gets all the acclaim and Twitter loves them and you have so much of acceptance there. It's really hard to be. It's like this Goliath that's there sitting in front of your face every single time out. And when you have Twitter just each and every day, each and every time ESPN goes on the air with the finals coverage and say, I wish the TNT crew is here. You see that all over Twitter. It just makes you wonder what kind of pressure there is for ESPN as a whole. It's almost like when Marvel puts out a product versus when DC puts out a product. Very good. Marvel's like this huge entity, and DC's like, I'm just trying to get a piece of the pie, but it's just so hard because Marvel's taking all the pie. (laughs) Well, let's say we go to a bar, 
and you have that one guy that always throws the strikes at the dartboard. He always gets right in the middle, yep. like with Marvel. And then you have DC who will get maybe a bullseye at one time and then maybe throw it and actually hit right. the guy coming out of the bathroom on the other. So, you know, it just, it's just, <laughs> just something where, where it's very uneven. And that's the thing with ESPN. It's been hit miss over the years. And I think a lot of it led up to this. I mean, Rachel Nichols, hopefully she'll be able to go ahead and learn from this and become a better person and mm-hmm. be able to still provide us with ESPN coverage each and every day with the jump. But, you know, this has got to push her back. This has got to go ahead and be something that's detrimental to her career going forward. And the situation, Maria Taylor, will probably clarify itself in the next couple of weeks one way or the other as well. Absolutely. You know, although ESPN can hire one of us or both of us, you know, you know, we'll what? Take, I, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> how about two for one, two for one. We'll take Maria yeah. Taylor money together. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll split one person's salary. It's okay. I'm all right with that. You know what? I don't even have to do 50, 50. TJ can get the 60, 40, whatever. I'll take a million. He can take 3 million. You know, that's okay. I am cool with that, you know, 50-50, doesn't matter to me, 70-30, him, is, I'm cool with that. It's a nice little pay grade from what I'm getting now, so yes, I'm cool with that. ESPN, we're here for you when you need us. But my friend, it's been great ta- talking to you as well. Any last thoughts on the way out? I mean, you've got going to be turning on that Oculus VR when we go off the air, but any last thoughts on the way out? Brother, I'm I'm grateful that you think of me when you do these and you know what the same thought that i always have love just just love each other man love each other and love covers a multitude of sins and it, it covers a lot of evil and so just just we just got to win with love man just win with love well you know i've got nothing but love for you my friend as one of the benchmarks here at the pop culture cosmos i wish you had time to go ahead and be our mike tarico of pop culture cosmos because it would be an upgrade <laughs> for me and i would not be sitting in some hotel room going ah oh, that tj johnson that tj johnson i don't know what did why they why did pop culture cosmos put him in front of me you know what i would say by all means because uh, tj it's a, see you're looking at on the screen now who's a better face tj or me certainly tj man because you know i'll always play second <laughs> fiddle to you i'll always play second fiddle to you with no problems at all from no. Cut it out. Oh, cut it out. <laughs> but, you know, if you want to give us Maria Taylor money, we're we're always up for that. Oh, absolutely. So, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, my friend, <laughs> it's been great having you here. I love your thoughts on Oculus VR. We've been talking about Nintendo Switch, Loki Episode 5. Can't wait for next week and the finality of that. And, of course, the ESPN Saga, which, you know, if once this ends – Another thing will come up at ESPN because I just think it's the environment that's bred there up at Bristol. Things are, are going on there all the time. So I'll tell you what, my friend, I know you and I will probably have the opportunity for whatever reason to talk ESPN again. Continue blessings oh. to you. Continue safety because you're still out in the hurricane zone. Thank you. I wish you and your family all the best. <laughs> and, yes. you know, the, the red carpet's open. The Marvel carpet is always open for you to talk DC, Marvel, whatever you want to do, man. You're always welcome here. Thank you much, brother. Much love and appreciate you guys. Thank you. To you as well. Much love to you, my friend. And always, you're part of the Lakers Fastball.